Okay, cool. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Brew. I'm your host, Josh, and for those that are new, welcome. It's good to have you here, and my voice sounds a little bit croaky this morning, and on top of that, I've just moved back to Cape Town. Um, It's been quite a journey getting back here uh, via Netherlands, via Johannesburg, but finally I've arrived. My place is an absolute mess. But the one thing that keeps me going is my creativity and putting out content. And um, I'm really grateful for a lot of the support that I've received over the past few months, especially as this newsletter has grown, this audiovisual newsletter, uh, the content itself. Um, if you haven't already, go watch my, my last two or last three YouTube videos, the one with uh, Mr. Daniel Matei who's Dr. Gabor Mate's son, and we spoke about his experience writing The Myth of Normal. That conversation was so beautiful because I didn't do much. He spoke most of the time, but I just felt the energy and, and the. It, it was a conversation like the one I had with Nathan Maingard that really gave me a sense of what I, where I want to be having where my content should be going. And I wanted to reach new heights, certainly next year or over the next two months. But having said that, let's get into the weekly brew because the first title of the quote, one of the quotes that I'm contemplating is the power of stopping. Stopping anything helps strengthen the muscle of patience that will permit you to return to the project again and again and thus to sustain your productivity over an entire career. So Oliver Berkman wrote that in 4,000 weeks and um, for those that have sticked with me, sticked, sticked, for those that have stuck with me long enough to remember that this was a book that I actually, I concluded it it was one of the best books I read last year and it's one of the best books I've read, period, because it's so apt and so timely. And it it resembled a more it resembled itself as more of a psychedelic than a book, to be honest, because it took me into this into this fascinating realm. And great books do this, but it took me into this fascinating realm of thinking, what the actual fuck am I doing? And anything that does that. Or anything that has the power to completely shift your perception of the way you look at things is psychedelic in nature. It's mind manifesting <laughs> because it made me realize how how silly I've been in thinking that I can do everything with my time and I must do everything with my time. And time is this resource that you have to use. And if you don't use it, then what the fuck are you doing? But no, there's... There's power in stopping. There's power in patience. Although it might not feel like it because I certainly feel that, and we're going to get onto this in the, in the, in further on in the brew, but passivity is this weakness that, that society has sort of told us so. And it's really not. It, it, there's, there's so much power in stopping because that's what sustains any long journey and 
I think there is a tendency to keep going and, and this can be whatever you want to do. Um, I'm just I'm just blanket terming this and throwing it out there because I'm sure you've got your own version of the stopping that you need to do. Um, but funny enough, it gives you a clue. Like when you stop something, if you completely forget about it and your life becomes better, maybe you do need to stop it. But when you stop it and Nathan Mangard and myself spoke about this truth that's inside of ourselves, if you stop and this truth is bubbling to the surface and wants to be let out and you can't stop thinking about it, that's a clue that it's something that you should be, you know, re restarting on a more regular basis. But the actual stopping itself is what allows the progression of your thoughts and your your life and everything to synthesize so that when you return to it again and again, it it's stronger, it becomes stronger. Like in the quote, it says, it strengthens the muscle of patience. So I love that. I absolutely love that. Moving on to, so some recent content, again, from my YouTube channel, I've clipped this beautiful piece of Nathan Maingard, who I spoke to a few weeks back, on him returning to the nature cure. And I, and I love the way Nathan describes this, because as a kid, he, when he was sick, his mom and his parents, he grew up where he would fast and use enemas and things like that. And he was embarrassed by that at the time. But what he says is, is it actually worked. It actually worked. This, the idea is one of the greatest misconceptions or greatest fallacies is that when you get a fever from a cold that you need to go rush off and take something to bring the fever down. Do you ever ask yourself, why you have a fever in the first place why is your body heating up your body is not something to be afraid of it is doing what it's doing for a reason that fever is a defense mechanism for the 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 virus or whatever you have itself and it is there for your benefit it's not there to get rid of you know you've got a headache because something is happening within you and your body is trying to trying to understand it, trying to fight it, trying to get back to homeostasis, get back to equilibrium always. So there's always something there. And I often think that fighting our, fighting our own body's innate wisdom is just one of the, the most destructive things we can do easier said than done because when shit's hitting the fan it's 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 very easy to rush off to the um, i'm i'm throwing my hands in inverted commas right now the experts but again do you do you ever stop to listen to your body's wisdom and do you ever slow down enough to to let nature cure this the sacred flesh that you have inside of you Something to ponder, something to think about. So again, that was a, that was a this a clip it, listen to a clip it, a snippet. I don't know what I'm saying this morning. A snippet from one of my YouTube videos with Nathan that I had this long conversation. Go listen to it. It's awesome. He's a very poet, poetic man, uh, very well spoken, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. 
Then finally, there's this tweet that I saw, funny enough, also, I think it was retweeted by Nathan. So thanks for that, Nathan, if you're ever listening to this. But Alan Watts Daily. And um, for me, you know, I spoke about stopping and I spoke about passivity. But the tweet is, and I'm guessing this is a quote from Alan Watts because the, the, the Twitter account is literally at Alan Watts Daily. When you have been sick and you just have to lie in bed, there's nothing else to do while everyone else in the world goes about their business. And you're left with almost nothing to do except listen. And you hear all the funny little noises you don't normally notice of not only people but also animals and birds and things going about their daily business. And it suddenly occurs to you that this isn't, this is an unheeded symphony that's going on. You notice sunlight leaving curious patterns on the painted walls, maybe of a hospital room where there are patches of damp and cracks in the ceiling. And because you are in a condition of complete receptivity and passivity, all this starts to come to life. Because, of course, passivity is the root of life. Activity is the end of it. But passivity is the beginning. It's the womb from which creation starts. Again, I don't know, this, this brew seems to be one of slowing down and going back into nature. And, and I kind of like how it's weaved itself together without much conscious thought. Maybe there was some, some subconscious thinking behind this. But I think when you are sick and you, you are forced to, sickness is the ultimate doorway to presence and pain as well. So like if you've got a pain in your shoulder, like I myself, do and have had for a long time likely due to crossfit but it's like this nagging thing that just brings you back into the moment again and again and again and again it's so crazy and we often try and run away from that like we, we we try and numb it with something that takes us out of that but sometimes it's there to be noticed and and when you notice it it moves and it, it transfigures and it goes somewhere else. Um, so there's really something in, you don't really have to, <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm saying is that we've all been very sick. I myself was extremely sick a few years back. Um, and you don't have to get sick to do that. You can, you can be mindful, you can be present, you can notice your pain and you can notice the crazy thoughts that you think and, the things that you've done and all of the crazy shit that goes on, you can just notice that by being mindful or meditating or being present with nature. And it's not something to run away from, like sort of see that as the, the passivity that's coming through and showing you how crazy and beautiful and wonderful and weird this experience of life is. It's so, it's, it's really, it's really fascinating. I think, to sit and be still and it's such a rebellion these days it's it's uh yeah although there's thousands of retreat since retreat centers excuse me and people preaching meditation and things not many people actually do the practice and not and sit with the pain itself it's like you don't have to go to retreat to feel your pain, you know, you know what I'm saying. You you can sit by yourself and 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 meditate, and you will feel it instantly if you are 
truly willing to open up and let it be. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, you can tell I'm back in South Africa when I say so yeah. So yes, uh, this, this brew was uh, a bit jagged, a bit stagnated because it's coming out of a place of me just getting back and literally my place is a mess. So I'm, I'm going to probably get onto cleaning it after this. But I appreciate your time, I appreciate your support, and I will see you in the next one. Cheers for now.